Hey you, Nina here. This episode invites you to play with the power of restoring. <laughs> you know, we can't change the past, but we can change the way that we relate to it and the way that we perceive it. So I'm curious. You ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. All right, let's take a breath in. So, it's the end of the year slash the beginning of the new year, right? We've ended 2020 and we're going on into 2021. And a lot of people tend to make resolutions at this point in time. And I think that's great. I think that's wonderful. Set your intention for the new year and and move forward with it. But today, what I want to offer is a creative intervention for your life. I want you to take the story of your life and I want to invite you to restory it. By either taking a character or a moment from the story of your life and restoring it. And what I mean by restoring is empowering something either in the character or a moment to shift. And that could look like a lot of things. So I'm going to give a few examples. One of the most popular being the story of Red Riding Hood. Now, if you don't know the story of Red Riding Hood, I'm going to tell a very nutshell version here so that we're all on the same page. Long story short, little Red Riding Hood is there with her mother and her mother gives her a basket of goodies and says, basically, head through the woods, go straight to grandma's house, stay on the path, don't talk to strangers and have fun at grandma's. And little Red Riding Hood is supposed to be naive and she goes off and she goes off instead of staying on the path she maybe picks some flowers depending on which version you're reading or listening to or watching and she comes upon a wolf and now the wolf is very cunning and asks her questions in such a way that little red doesn't seem to notice that he's basically trying to figure out where is she going and little red has like no stranger danger skills there's a tool she could use She's no awareness of what could potentially happen as far as how dangerous the wolf could be. And she goes on about her way because the wolf thinks, well, if I can't just have one meal, I could have two. Let me get over to Granny's. And so when Little Red does happen upon the home of Grandmama, she doesn't realize in most stories that Grandmother is really the wolf in Grandma's clothing. Now, in some stories, the wolf has eaten the grandmother. In some stories, the grandmother's in a closet. Depends on, again, what you're reading, seeing, looking at, listening to. And Little Red goes through the famous, Grandmother, you know, what big ears you have? What big eyes you have? What big teeth you have? And then the wolf jumps out finally and says, All the better to eat you with. <laughs> so. In the story, if we can imagine that the story of Little Red Riding Hood's life has characters and it has moments. Now, some of the characters, right, the roles that Little Red plays 
might include the daughter, uh, the girl who walks through the woods alone, uh, the young woman, the granddaughter. These are different roles that are all in Lil Red's repertoire, right? So you can also look at moments from the story of Red Riding Hood. Moments like when she's there with mom, what could have been done differently. Moments like when she's there with the wolf or when she's at grandma's. You can restory moments. You can restory roles or characters. So in Little Red Riding Hood, some of the examples of looking at this are, is Little Red Riding Hood a damsel in distress? That could be a role she's playing. And it's a disempowered role, right? If she imagines that she's a damsel in distress, it's like, oh, I can't help myself. This would be, for a lot of us, the victim part of ourselves. I can't do this. I'm helpless. I require others in order to get this done, or I can never get this done, right? That's that damsel in distress, that victim mentality. We can change that character. We can restory that role. Other roles might include the naive child, right? The cunning wolf. Is the wolf cunning or is it a, a victimizer, a potential abuser, right? Or is the wolf just uh, out for what it does? It's got to eat too, right? Wolf's not a vegetarian in this case. It's like a natural part of what it does. And so depending on how you're looking at it and which direction you want to come from, the idea of restoring and how it is so powerful is, again, we're taking a moment or a character slash role from the story of your life, and we are empowering it. We are restoring it, taking it from disempowered to empowered. So in the story of your life, we're taking the problem of disempowerment and we're offering a solution through the power of restoring. We're intentionally empowering moments, intentionally empowering roles and characters in your life, and we're offering a little bit of critical reflection, my friends. We're looking at multiple layers that being critical provides. And I will say caveat here, critical is often thought of as something negative, but I want to invite you to see it as something positive, not criticizing as in something negative, but critical as in something non-judgmental. Taking a moment and being able to critically think about it is to be able to see multiple parts and the layers of these parts, not just what is on the outside. Being able to see, for example, in Little Red Riding Hood, that it is not just a little girl walking through the woods to grandmother's house and a wolf comes and gets her, but that there are elements and layers to she's a child. If this were a decade, is it the 1940s? If this were in our world, or is it the 3000s? What's her cultural upbringing? Did she grow up in the country, or did she have not have any street smarts? What is is she uh, neurotypical, or is she neurodivergent as far as her brain goes? Right now, I know y'all are like, "Whoa, Nina, you're taking Lil Red to a whole new level," but that's the point. I want you to take your life to a whole new level. I want you to learn to see it differently. I want you to feel empowered by the idea of restoring moments and roles in your own life. So how do we do this? Think of your life as a story. It's made up of chapters. It's made up of scenes. What parts of your own story feel disempowering? What moments would you say, man, 
I really feel disempowered about that. It comes up every now and then. And I think, God, I feel so fill in the blank, negative adjective here. Something that makes you not feel good about yourself. Same thing with roles. If there aren't moments, you might come up with, man, I feel a lot of fill in the blank negative word here around being a parent, being a daughter, being a sibling, a brother or a sister, being a cousin, a friend, fill in the blank with whatever role here that you're like, man, I just feel so disempowered sometimes. And I really wish that I could just bring that on up. I wish I could elevate myself and restory that. When you know what moment or role you would like to restory and empower, that is when I want you to start critically thinking about what are the layers to this? What are the pieces of this story, of this role, of this moment? What are the pieces that I would want to empower? How do I go from a victim or victimizer mentality and become a victor, a survivor, a thriver even? Now, if you're unfamiliar with continuum thinking, I want you to go back and listen to episode 17. It's going to be super helpful. That one to five continuum. But otherwise, we're nearing the end of this episode and I'm really wondering what is your takeaway? I'm sitting with moments in my own life of, you know, I didn't feel like a good enough mother when I did this. Um, I didn't feel like a good enough pet mother when I did that. Uh, Moments around even plants that have died under my caretaking. Uh, Students that I led in one direction when maybe they should have gone a different one. And I've thought, man, did I, did I really embrace my leadership potential there and empower them? Or, or did I do them a disservice in my offerings back when I used to teach? And so moments and pieces of different roles that we're sitting with, those are the pieces that, that come up for me. And I want to know what you're playing with. I want to know what you're curious about when it comes to moments and roles. And I want you to write it down. I want you to get your pen to paper or your pencil or whatever writing utensil it is you use. And I want you to write down, this is the moment that I would restory. These are the pieces of the story that need and would benefit from restorying. And this is how I take them from victim mentality, from disempowered, to victor thriver mentality to empowered same thing with your roles i want you to put the pen to the paper and i want you to write down all the different roles that come to you pick the ones that feel disempowered and victimized to you and i want you to figure out what are the pieces of that role that can be flipped and empowered by restoring how do i take little red riding hood from naive child to potentially student willing to learn? How do I take the vicious wolf and decide, I mean, it's really actually quite cunning, right? How do I take little red from naive and stupid, right? Disempowered to curious and youthful. 
How do you take yourself and your moments from disempowered to empowered? How are you going to restory? So I definitely want to know what you're playing with. Go ahead and head over to HoustonCreativeArtsTherapy.com slash triggered, especially if you're looking to submit your own moments for an upcoming episode, because we wrapped season one, y'all. This is it. <laughs> we are coming into season two, and I want to know who out there has something that they actually want to work through on the air so that other people can hear it. They can figure out how do I utilize this? Because as much as I love to offer these tools here, it really is one faceted, right? It's not as multifaceted as I would like it to be because you're only getting to hear it from my experience. So if you know someone or if you yourself are feeling inspired, you want to get on air with me, it won't be live, so I'll be able to edit it. <laughs> and you'll be able to hear it before it goes out to the world. But let me know who out there is wanting to have a moment with me, to have a conversation around triggers. Go ahead and submit your moment at HoustonCreativeArtsTherapy.com slash triggered. And for those of you who enjoy a bit of self-exploration, as always, I will leave you with this question for the upcoming week. Ask yourself, where does the story of my life need restoring? Remembering it can be in moments, it can be in characters, in roles, but where could you benefit from some restoring? That's what we planned for today, folks. Thanks for taking a minute to explore your triggers as a human. And if this has been helpful and you'd like to support Triggered Can We Play With That, please feel free to leave a rating and a review on iTunes, as it actually helps people find us when you do. Otherwise, stay safe out there. <laughs> <laughs>